Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Regime Radio. My name is Basha and you're listening to A Young Black Muslima. This is a community of blossoming humans in which sometimes I definitely answer questions and make you think about your potential to make change, but you already know it's up to you. My answers are based off my experience and knowledge of self and the understanding of my way of life, which is Islam. Believe me when I say I want for you what I want for myself. Today is the 69th episode, and we're talking about denying Islam in Africa. So crucial to our being, to who we are as Muslims. It is so important that we stop denying Islam in Africa. Africa holds a majority of Muslims in the world. And a lot of people just have on their mind that it's Malaysia or it's just, you know, in the in the Asian um, continent, but that is so false. And I think what we need to do, well, not I think, but I believe, because I think it's come from an egotistical place, right? Neff's thinking, but I believe that we have so much knowledge and so much example and exemplars in Africa, and especially in Senegal, Nigeria, Ghana, so many regions, Morocco, like so many areas of Africa, South Africa, even of Islam. And I think it's about time. Well, I believe again, I believe it's about time that we stop denying that because the more we deny it, the more it gets suppressed and the more people suffer within Islam, the more people do not understand what Islam is truly about. And I am sick and tired of a racist Muslims just thinking that or feeling that Islam is theirs. It doesn't belong to you. This is Allah's deen. Do not sit there and try to be entitled to the religion or to Islam or to Arabia, whatever it is you feel entitled to, humble yourself, okay? Sit down and be humble because it doesn't belong to you. What it comes from is a generation of miseducation, right? How many of you have listened to the album Miseducation of Lauren Hill? If you have, if you haven't, if you are, you know, against music, I understand. But it's some key factors in here that she talks about also the deen that we practice as Muslims. And we need to understand that when we are not educating ourselves about our history, our true history, we are literally leaving gaps for people to come in, shaitan to enter the ummah so that we are divided. And it's happening. Do you see it happening? It's happening. So what we need to do is really read and study the deen and take our time to understand the Quran and take our time to understand the history of Islam, especially in Africa. Because a lot of the times we just think something is a way, but when we believe and we truly know, we Allah gives us knowledge and we ask Allah to guide us, we actually are being able to free our thoughts that were taught to us and actually know something and embody it. It's difference between knowing something and embodying what you know, because then that means that you are actually applying what you know, right? So it's time that we embody the knowledge that our ancestors have given to us. And also these are our ancestors that were brought over here to America into the Caribbean to the Caribbean and to Asia, to Southern Asia, and also to regions of the UK, um, to in regions of Europe and also regions of um, South America as well. So we need to be very solid in what it is that we know. And if you think you know something, 
times out of nine times out of ten you don't really know that because the more you realize you don't know about something or the more you realize you do know the more you start to research and the more you realize you don't know it's time to humble ourselves and it's time to actually do the knowledge because the quran is very much a humbling ethical encyclopedia a guide a way of life but if you're not humble to embody that knowledge, then the way you push it out and teach it to people, it will only be egotistical and for your own benefit. So you have to understand we are in a space where the ummah is lost. And the more we deny Islam in Africa, the more we deny the, the knowledge and the exemplars, the scholars, the practice of, of sunnahs, that are still going on to this day in Senegambia and Senegal, the more we will be oppressed as an ummah, the more we will suppress our natural fitra. It's time, it's time as an ummah for us to rise and be the rulers upon the earth with this just way of life. But we cannot twist and turn and make Islam the way we want it to fit our own being. We can't. For other people to be able to practice it as well. No, we can't. We have to do what Allah says. We have to do what the Prophet Muhammad has left behind us as an example. And as many waliyas before um, us has entered the world and left, we have to follow these examples. Sheikh Ahmad Obamba, we have so many examples and we do not, you know, follow them. There's so many, you know, examples and I'm really getting to the point where I'm becoming relentless about it because the more we do research and we just find Arab Islam to be something that we should practice, it's like you don't understand the history of Arabs. You don't know it because a lot of Arabs, especially in the Middle East, if they know, they know the history of Africans and they only know Africans as conquerors coming in to take over the land not to strip them of who they are and their religion but to give them a, a new found embodiment and some people will say historically within the sham and places um within the levant it was this but at the end of the day a lot of people voluntarily gave up for islam gave up what they practiced their pagan um practices and um cultural practices for islam just like a lot of africans did in the northern and um sub-saharan region of africa so it's time to stop denying islam being in africa and stop stop making it seem as though it is always the african that needs saving that's enough okay we all need saving it's enough now so we need to come to an understanding of what we have contributed as a people as africans first Okay, because even when I say young black Muslima, I'm referring to a majority of people that I want to reach. But at the end of the day, being black in this country, in America, it is only saying that you are a slave. So coming out of that black, you know, understanding and getting into the African diaspora, your history, this is your history. You have to humble yourself as well. And that's why I have a lot of issues with the Nation of Islam and the 5 Center. I understand what they're trying to do, but it's time to stop staying in that stagnant place. Doing the same thing, expecting a different result is not going to help. Because if that's the case, everything would have been fixed by now. But everything is still the same. So if we're going to stop denying Islam in Africa, we can stop denying 
our truth. We can stop denying our history, our connectivity to Africa. And maybe, just maybe, we can build as an African nation from here in America to the Caribbean, to London, to Canada, to Australia, to, you know, South, Southern Asia, wherever, okay? And all the way to Mama Africa, to the continent, okay? We need to really think about these things and we need to be conscious in when we're learning so that we can build and grow. Because the more that we sit there and deny our own heritage, our own people, our own scholars, the more it gives us room in our brain to accept scholars that are maybe not even as qualified as African scholars are. Because even historically, there were scholars in Africa that knew the Arabia better than Arabs. So we have to be real with ourselves and humble ourselves as well and stop thinking that we are not enough as Africans, okay? So I'm I'm done with this episode. It's, it's a passionate episode because now is the time. And we can't keep waiting. Else all of the bad that you see keeps happening is going to keep happening because we refuse to accept the truth. We keep denying Islam in Africa. So many intentional denials. It's intentional. Okay? Historically, there's so much there. Even some will say that when Bilal, um, may Allah be pleased with him, accepted Islam and was uh, Muhadan, he was the one who recited, you know, the Adhan. He was the one who called the call to prayer. And it was a lot of jealousy amongst the Quraysh or people within the um, Ummah that were Arab. And it's not necessary. And that is why Africans think that you may be white as an Arab and you may not be. Because you know why? What I realize is that the racism and the historical context of Africans being enslaved by Arabs as well. So what you have to realize is that the institutionalization of Africans comes from their education and a level of them thinking that Arabs are white because of the way Arabs treat Africans. So if you want to stop being looked at as an, a white person, you have to be humble you have to be humble and you have to accept that african as your brother or sister emirati whoever it is ethiopian you have to accept them as your brother and sister no matter what shade of color their skin is and then maybe you will be accepted but if you do not accept them what do you think the divide and the line is drawn there so inshallah this episode helps anyone who's struggling with this acceptance of their own as an african or the acceptance of their own as a Muslim, their history, because this is the time that we come together. And if we do not, we have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what are we going to do? I want to see my brothers and sisters in Jannah, inshallah. So hopefully you will be able to get some points here and really go through your life and stop denying Islam in Africa, because this is going to be a huge, play a huge part of the ummah, to fall we have to stick together thank you guys so much for listening to this episode inshallah i'll see you in the next one don't forget to support this podcast follow me on instagram as well it's the same name you see there basha regine as well as go and subscribe to my youtube i have a lot of content up there as well follow me on twitter and facebook as well thank you so much i appreciate your love peace love and light